All right, everybody, hey. hello, and welcome to another episode of Why Not Go Out on a Limb. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where we talk treetop living. Yep. Everybody's living in tree houses, or they ought to be. They should be. Uh, we ought to be. We ought to be, too, but we're uh, not there yet. But we are not. That's right. Our saga continues. Thank you all for your patience and your helpful hints, mm-hmm. uh, your thoughts and support online on the forums. We have made a little bit i think of progress this week although it feels like one step forward two steps back yeah so we finally got the foundation to harden but Mm. now it is just chipping away yeah it's it's crumbling right away so to uh to paint a picture for those uh who have not looked at the pictures on the forums we've got about 35 feet up in the air a nice flat concrete slab which if you look closely you will see has already mostly crumbled away Yeah, about 50% of uh, the concrete we used is on the ground. Yeah, Oakley 2 has been able to handle it, but it it didn't seem like it was able to handle it. No, so uh, clearly we made some mistakes, and uh, we're learning. Thanks thanks again for all your suggestions. Uh, We're going to be following through with that, but we're also very excited about a new addition to the show. Yeah. We're going to have a guest on today. Yeah, uh, and I think that uh, he is a listener of the show. Yeah. We'll, we'll check to see if that's true or not. Um, but we're definitely getting some help. Yes. And we're finally reaching out. Yes. So one of the most common pieces of advice we've gotten uh, yes. from from all of you Limbros and Trunkettes on the forums is uh, hire somebody yeah, reach who knows out. what they're doing. Reach out. Reach out. Use resources. You keep asking us to reach out. Now we need and, you to reach out. And uh, that's right. It's happening. And we are just so excited to be talking to a professional. Yep. And, and even in just the emails we've exchanged so far. Yeah. I I suddenly feel like this project is happening. And I think we found him because of his name. And I think you'll all be uh, quite surprised. That's right. Yeah. Great. Well, let's see. I think that's uh, that's all the yeah, updates. Let's get to him. All right. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We Have to Ask? I gotta be honest with you, I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I, I've i tried to ask, you and I, I haven't gotten any answers. All right, everybody. Hello, hey. and welcome back. We are delighted to be joined in the studio today by Adrian Pineman. A... Uh, uh, sorry. Sorry. I... Hey, no worries. It sucks to get off on the wrong foot. It's, uh, it's Pineman? Pineman? Pinnaman. Okay. Pinnaman. Got it. I know, uh, I know it's tough. It's uh You know, it's just so we spend so much time with trees, thinking yeah. about trees, love love trees. Sure, so sure, sure. um I was pretty much bound to make that mistake. Yeah, I think that's the reason why we we picked out your name when we decided to Definitely. call you. Yeah. yeah. It's no coincidence and I've I'm I've used it to my advantage in the past. Uh there's no doubt that it gets my foot in the door. Right. Um, Excellent. But once you get in there, you gotta you gotta bring back the professionalism and uh the parents are Pinnaman. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Very good. Well, uh, yes. Uh, welcome, Adrian Pinnaman, structural engineer, here to help us out with our little project. Adrian, how are you? I'm excellent, and I 
I think it's funny that you guys still call it a little project after, uh, when did I start listening? I think 18 months ago and mm-hmm. I had already listened, yeah. you guys had already been doing it for six months. So it's yeah. not so yeah. much a little project anymore. Yeah. No. Well, you know, if uh, if I think too hard about how much time has gone into what was supposed to be the first step right. in a long, luxurious mm. journey of living in a treehouse, uh, I kind of freak out a little bit. Just a little little panic attack. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna gonna keep on uh, calling it our our little project, yeah, our, our I, lovely I, little lofted house. I think it's instead of a, a larger project, it's many small pieces to it. So that's why right. we can still call it a small project. I mean, it's important to break each um, thing down. Yeah. After after Oki one didn't survive the, the the replanting oki 2 is doing oakley doakley as i like to say yep. to um yeah so we, we we have our good standing oak tree and and now we're just sort of well we're, we're trying yeah to i mean strap shit onto yeah, it trying to get to it watching a lot of youtube mm-hmm. uh, a lot of diy channel and um as uh, I think Jonathan was explaining to you before the show, we managed to pour something of a concrete base mm-hmm. up there. Uh, unfortunately, it is crumbling mm-hmm. rapidly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just thought maybe this is a little outside of our experience. Yeah. Uh, we've always dreamed of owning a treehouse, living that treetop life. Uh, that's what this show is is all about, really. But we do, we don't have it yet. So as a structural engineer, we're hoping uh, to have you help us out get this get this thing built, get this going, so we can we can start our podcast about living in a treehouse. I'd like to dig into that crumbling concrete foundation you guys have going there. As you know, know uh, in any hipster sort of product nowadays, it's mm. all about where the ingredients are sourced, right? And as you both know, uh, concrete is made of big rocks, mm-hmm. little rocks in mm-hmm. the form of sand, water, and cement, right? Uh, now, Jonathan was telling me earlier that it was a cement foundation. Yes. Now, Marty, you think it is a concrete foundation. What I'd like to know is, which is it? Oh, excellent question. Uh, I didn't know that there was a difference. It is, uh, what? what is the stuff you buy in bags at Home Depot? Yeah. It depends. Uh, I, probably you bought cement, which is just one right. part of it. It's the smooth kind. Right, right? yeah. The thing you right. make countertops out of. Yeah, it looks yes. super nice. Same stuff. I got the stuff that I got the countertop stuff. Yeah, it looks yeah. super good at first, and then it comes into contact with the enemy, as it were, and uh, you know, crumbles immediately. So okay, oh, well that okay. explains then a that lot. Explains, yeah, everything. I wish I, I sh- you know, I was going to call in. Yeah, uh, you know, well, not call in, you know, email in with the link you guys uh, say at the end of every episode. Right. Mm-hmm. I got a little scared, didn't do it, and oh. I, I cost you guys some money, I think, and I apologize for that. Well, you know, um, I, we've been at this for a little while, and we've had many failures, mm-hmm. and uh, honestly, like. I, I don't believe in the sunk cost fallacy of saying like, mm. man, we've put so much because we've put so much put time and money into, it. Uh, into this. But it's all about getting to that dream and like money spent, time wasted. That's all by the wayside. Right. So you're here now. And that's what I'm the most excited about, because I, I feel like we've, I think, only grown more ambitious with this project right. uh, over the last two years, despite having made no progress. And I. Uh, I feel like for the first time I can I can see that this could happen. I feel like you've got all the answers and uh, I just I, I can't begin to say how excited I am to have you on board. So well, I just want you. you both to know that what you're experiencing is not uncommon. You're mm. experiencing common owner psychology, which is grand ambition. Yep. You know, initial maybe some things go well initially and then stuff comes in the way. Maybe it takes longer. Maybe you lose funding. A lot of mm-hmm. stuff can happen. But only the truly, only the truly passionate people actually manage to come through and finalize their dream. And I think mm. you guys have come over the sinusoidal hurdle and are ready to really rush towards the end here. Mm. I'm really impressed with what I'm seeing here. 
So so would you say that the, the first step we would need to do, though, is to go get concrete and not use cement? Very much so, okay. and tear out pretty much everything you've done beforehand because it's yeah. effectively that's I not mean, a it's problem a, it's mostly yeah falling i mean down yeah now. yeah effectively it's it, it itself is tearing itself down yeah maybe give itself another three hours even i think it'll be gone okay yeah Back yeah the wind yeah i've been uh just kind of staying out from underneath it while we've yeah, been losing would, parts because even with a hard hat that's, yeah that's still scary did you guys wear masks when you were placing the cement mixture mm, no because cement is uh, a highly quickly solidifying dust product that happens to get into people's lungs and actually in the manufacture of cement uh people often have lung injuries not uncommon to that of coal miners oh interesting Mm. because oh just like at the uh the popcorn factories they they had the the fake butter oh yeah yeah it was very sad. It's similar to, to miners. Lung. I was worried you they had inhaled kernels or something and had no. Yeah. It's the uh, in the lungs. chemicals in I the thought. in the fake butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be very very nightmarish. Right. Yeah. yeah, I just couldn't imagine just like little kernels popping off inside your body because it gets to that internal mm. temperature. I've got an X Files episode for you to watch later. Man, yeah, <laughs> it's about tobacco weevils. I just, I just have to say it shouldn't just be the Simpsons did it. Fox did it. Fox did yeah, it. Yeah, Fox has done it. That's right. But they don't have treetop masters. They don't. So. And that that's what we're trying well, we to get should, there. We should note, however, that the Simpsons have a long-running Halloween-themed special called The Treehouse tree of Horror. That's horror. true. Yes, which good. I think is indicative of the Fox Network's excellent uh, It's true. Everything. Yeah. yeah I, can, I can't say for sure that they support treehouses as a lifestyle, but I feel like they're not against it. Right. I feel like there have been some nods. Yeah. Great, great, great point. Thank you, Adrian. So when we're setting up the foundation for our, I think we've now gotten to about three stories worth of Mm -hmm. plans. We've been going back and forth about having the idea of having the concrete foundation for all three levels. Mm -hmm. Does that even seem like a legitimate possibility? Is it just, I feel like it is. Marty feels like that's just a a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, my my number one question is... um, like how how much weight can an oak tree hold? It feels like a, a Google interview question. Yeah. Oh, how I, much weight can an oak tree hold? I don't mean to put so you on variables. the spot in so that way. I, uh, honestly, I was just hoping that that you might know. I think I think you'd be surprised at how much an oak tree can hold. Okay. Now, typically, when people put structures in trees, they surprised tend, in a bad way. Not that you'd be surprised in a very good way. Oh, good, 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 good. An oak tree itself is very heavy. Sure. And they have a cantilever, which is what a tree branch is extending from the trunk mm-hmm. out into the open space, is a structurally inefficient way to do things. Okay. And so the tree has to support these branches that want desperately to fall to the ground. Right. Uh, and it's able to do so. So the fact that you want to add a little little slab, I don't think it's going to be an issue, especially right. if you span it over a few adjacent branches. Okay. Okay. Good. Typically, though, uh, people, when they build in treehouse, they want kind of the all wood aesthetic. I mean, you're in a tree, you're around wood. Yeah. yeah. Does you it know, feel like a splicing of cultures to you all? Well, we, we went through a lot of this yeah. in, in season one. And while we were waiting for Oki One to uh, to take root, which yep. unfortunately did not happen. happen. Yeah, we, RIP indeed. We had a, a lot of uh, all wood designs, very like, you know, kid, kid in the front yard, uh, tree fort aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm getting older like i'm in my mid 30s and and i feel like i don't want to give up some of the the comforts of you know regular house living right i feel like wood requires a lot of care and maintenance over time and and i just want something like that feels solid beneath my feet yeah Mm. 
understandable. Yeah, and also something that wouldn't uh, collect enough heat that it would burn our feet. Because we we did think about even possibly using aluminum. Mm. We learned, well, I learned the hard way mm. that that stuff really holds on to heat. Yeah. Um, and that cost me about three weeks. Yeah. You know. How are the fingers healing up? They're doing okay. I'm not sure that my middle finger has fingerprints anymore. Yeah. You know, that's what happens when you decide to hold on to it and pick it up three different times. Mm-hmm. Um, learn the first time. Yeah. Great. Well, Adrian, thank you for that solid foundational advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll definitely go once the uh, the concrete has finished yeah. crumbling. We will get cement. No, I got it backwards. It's a it's a common it's a common error. Yeah. Smart. I feel like uh, it's one of our great frustrations. Maybe I won't be the one to go to the store. That's okay. I can I can challenge. write that down. It's real simple. Excellent. So great. I think that'll that'll be our first step. And we were just planning on doing that work ourselves. Mm. How do you feel about that? Is that is that going to work out for us? Well, I got to be honest with you guys. Uh, you don't have an excellent track record of thinking things through before right. you start them. God, no. Yeah. I think the aluminum is a great example. Yep. I remember that was uh, about halfway through season two. Mm-hmm. And it was frustrating as a listener to hear you saying, you know, I'm going to try picking that up a second time. And then thinking you learn from your mistakes and then right. picking it up. There, it was just, it was heartbreaking, yeah. frankly. What I would suggest, I just as a piece of advice, don't try and pour the concrete in the air. Okay. I think you should cast it on the ground, let it form up, solidify mm-hmm. a little little bit and then maybe get someone to lift it up for you okay you know maybe use uh, some sort of rope and pulley system using okay. your lovely oki 2 as some sort of uh, pulley mm-hmm. support i think that's the ideal way to do it because if you try and cast the thing in midair yeah. you're gonna get concrete flying everywhere right. maybe landing on stray sparrows and robins yeah, oh yeah that. we had that yeah. with the cement yeah. Definitely. Right. Yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the things that I've been interested in in seeing is the the growth of the tree and it taking us up. Yes. Like, is it possible for the the amount of weight that we're going to put on Oakley too? Is it going to keep it? Like, is it going to stunt its growth? Mm, not at all. If anything, it's going to overcompensate. Okay. Trees, when they're subjected to loads, for example, if you see trees that grow after hurricane winds, they will overcompensate mm-hmm. for the deformation that they've undergone, and they will strengthen localized areas to compensate. Okay. And, uh, so if you were to, say, put the first floor of your three-story structure on Oakley 2 now right. and let it grow, I think it's going to grow faster. Okay. I think it's mm-hmm. going to grow stronger. Excellent. And I think you won't even need the pulley system then. That's an excellent idea. Hmm. This is what happens when you think things through first, Jonathan, before <gasps> yeah. you're nice. diving in head first. Yeah. Very hey. impressive. That's good. Good. Well, and uh, very, very uplifting talk. I appreciate that. Now, some of the other structural elements that we want to put in here, I'm, I'm just not sure the order of operations. So um, parentheses. Yeah. Well, we Exponents. should. We should probably uh, use okay. them uh, in this case. Okay. So just, just to break it down, like I've got a list. We've got plumbing, electrical, mm. the the uh, skylights also want to get some of those nice like french doors you know the kind of talking about the double doors that that both I'm open not, out i'm not an architect what is a french door it's just this... you mean like the saloon doors no no but they open the same way it's you like mean like a like a like a moat like a castle door oh that sounds funny. uh oh like a, like a draw France. a drawbridge like a... kind mm, of thing yeah no uh i mean like basically it's like a normal door right but then there's another normal door that is adjacent to it right and when you they each have a handle and when you open it they they can both be opened. Is it so that your manservant can make grand entrances by opening both doors simultaneously, letting in the it, sunshine? It's sort of like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It just seems similar. really odd that they would name, "Hey, let's put two doors next to each other and have them function as two separate doors," mm-hmm. right. but then call it French doors. Like, like I, I imagine know. there was someone who invented the single door, but their country isn't getting any credit. Right. We just yeah. call that a door. Door it seems it's just unfair. a door. But I always see what it is. But now I kind of want a moat door and also 
the saloon door yeah i mean because technically we're going to be up in the sky far enough that the sun's going to hit us anyway we don't need to have somebody having a grand entrance with the sun coming behind mm. them and saloon doors are pretty good for grand entrances too true more just, more in that like western threatening style just, just right. kick it in and yeah your eyes yeah. have to go immediately to the door in case there's danger imminent right absolutely and it's kind of open well i mean i'm happy to change that uh, i don't i don't think it changes my uh, original question which is um what do you what do you suggest for order of build out Mm. Once we have that concrete foundation laid. Well, the structure always goes first. Okay. Which is delayed gratification, frankly, because (laughs) the sexy start... The sexy stuff in your building, frankly, is going to be the skylights. It's going to be the right. saloon doors. It's going to be the highly polished bar, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's hard for owners sometimes to see just these sticks built up from these boring concrete slabs and mm-hmm. think, this is what my building is going to look like. Right. So right. structure first, and then you get your guys in there with your electrical wiring, HVAC, et cetera. That's the order of operations, mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. doubt. Okay. I didn't even think about air conditioning. You oh. could consider natural ventilation. If you were to use swinging Western doors, there's no doubt you'd have a continuous access yeah. to outside there yeah there would be no way to shut it out basically yeah, yeah. okay i mean I've, I've always had a concern about what plumbing is going to look like too because mm-hmm. i believe in our original drawing it was just a, a pipe system that we to to get cheaper because i know pvc piping can be a little bit expensive but yeah. get some of the piping for uh, hamsters mm-hmm. and just use that highly just, colorful yeah you know yeah and then um have it just shoot right down into a hole in the ground well i don't i can't imagine any excrement you're going to produce is going to be of any greater weight than a hamster okay not to imply anything about you i mean i'd I, like I, to think so anyway. i i would i would like to also put out that i feel like i above average mm. um in a lot of things so mm-hmm. i mean i can appreciate the thought of it just being a normal hamster size but well maybe they have an extra powerful hamster wall thickness that you could utilize mm-hmm. okay if you think you're about that. Find that yeah yeah are you are you worried about the aesthetic effect of having a colorful pipe running down the length of oakley too i think it might destroy her majesty assuming she's a female i don't mean to imply yeah i mean it's I think of Oakley too as a they. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like more. Yeah. I, I think the the colorful tubing is going to be pretty well hidden. Like it's basically going to be in, in what we consider the back of the tree. So right. it would it wouldn't you wouldn't see it on a normal approach. Uh, if you were trying to sneak into the the back of the treehouse, right. maybe up a rope ladder or uh, or something, you yeah. might see it then. I'm we just, don't care. Yeah. I'm just more concerned about the hole that it's going into. Like, how far away does it need to be before it, it becomes a problem? Yeah, we, like, we've thought about not a lot of this, but, like, erosion from mm. human waste, I mm. think, would probably be a problem for the root system. Yeah. Agreed. At least in terms of urine, I think it would be uh, disintegrating. But in terms of fecal excrement, I think mm. it might actually be nourishing. Okay. And if you have the combined mm. effect of Oakley 2 overcompensating from the treehouse load, Mm-mm. in addition to the highly nutritive, I mean, you're above average, right? So yeah. So you're... Matter yeah. is highly nutritive. Uh, I think Oakley too is just going to absorb that, like a you know something that absorbs a lot, like a sponge, a sponge. Okay, Thank you. or like a tree root, like a tree root. Yeah, very good. So this, I think, this would be a good time to talk about like the sign that we could put up. That's like, mm-hmm. and I think this would be the first time ever. Yeah, it's okay to two, but one's got to go somewhere else. Yeah, it's a it's a rare thing. Yeah, usually it's like one's good, two double flush. Yeah. But this is like, no, we're, we're good. Yeah, I think um, we may have to go back to the shoot idea for urine. Okay. Yeah, just kind of like keep keep that. Go ahead and extend the back deck out a little bit further mm-hmm. and just have people arc it. For... Are you going to ask ladies to arc it as well? Yeah. You, you know, like NASA has those uh, adapters for uh, ladies that go to space. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll probably have something they like that. They sell them on Earth now too. Yeah. 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 They're like little funnels. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's NASA's way of raising extra money in a time of fiscal crisis. Yeah, and I but I also feel like it's you know the, the, we should look into NASA stuff. It might be a little bit more fun. It would be pretty fun. Yeah, I do like all that space stuff. Uh, great. Well, this is a really good start, and I'm I'm very much looking forward to basically seeing what our progress is by this time next week. But I think it's time to play one of our favorite games. You don't have to leave it behind. You don't have to leave it behind. Jonathan, I swear I will get you some wind sounds so you don't have to do that with your mouth every time. I, it, it, it makes me feel more connected to our audience. Okay. Yeah. You still want to leave it in? Yeah, I have to. Okay. Uh, great. Well, uh, as you all know, leaving the grounded life behind is uh, a complicated, as we're finding out, but but also a little daunting. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of things that we enjoy down here on Earth that we don't think about until we think about leaving them. But with so many great tree house projects in the world, there's plenty of inspiration. You you don't have to leave your stuff yeah, you behind. So we have some audience questions mm-hmm. you've written into us. With things that you're concerned that you would have to live without if you uh, moved up into the trees. And uh, we're, we're going to just shoot, shoot it right back at you and uh, let you know how you can have that. Uh, so, Jonathan, I think uh, you've got the first one there. Yes. Uh, and this kind of goes with the fall season, so it's really important. Um, this is from Kathy B. from uh, Nebraska. Uh, and she writes in that she enjoys making her own apple cider, but it needs to be warm. And she's worried about the fact that she would need to have an open flame inside of a tree. I think that's a that's a valid question, Kathy. Yeah. And it is important that we consider fireproofing in all elements of uh, the structure. But as we've discussed, Oakley 2 is not going to be any ordinary tree. Oh, but it, she doesn't have Oakley 2, does she? No. Yeah, she didn't yeah. write in with some pine like, like, or something. Yeah. No. I can look, let me look deeper into the... So Where did it say she she's writing from Oregon? No, Nebraska. Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what grows out Sorry, there. Sorry, we've, we've had a nice little conversation back and forth with each other. Mm-hmm. About, so I'm just trying to... I've seen her on the forums. She's, a, yeah. she's chatty. It's nice. Yeah. Cedar. Okay. Yeah, cedar. She's, she's working on a cedar. Well, what's nice about cedar is that the uh, bark layer is sacrificial. Okay. And it is non-structural. Hmm. It is like having a uh, disposable suit of armor around your tree. Wow. Oh. And that so a superpower. Really, frankly, uh, that's the main structural core is the trunk. And okay. if you set fire to it, it's not going to lose structural capacity for hours and that amount of time you can get you and your cider out like if you split. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. You've got a built in fireproofing layer. Nice. Uh, so even if a, if a fire does start, you should have time to put it out. I, I also think that there's probably hot plates you could use. Mm-hmm. You don't have to use a flame. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if she's got a very particular way that she likes to make cider. I understand, you know, people have the tools that they like and they don't want to learn something new. But sometimes, uh, you know, if you're on a boat, you use a, a tiny chemical toilet. You know, you, you just have to adapt. And yeah. there are ways. I like the hot plate idea. Great. I have one here. Uh, this is from Zach in New Hampshire. And Zach says, I love going out to the movies. I don't want to lose that experience but I'd rather stay in my tree than see all these people. How can I have a full theater experience up in the treetops? I mean, I feel like you could just build yourself a theater. Yeah. yeah. I mean, really nice chairs. Yeah. Popcorn maker. Seems, yeah, pretty obvious. Pretty, yeah. pretty I think, obvious. I think yeah. Brookstone sells most of the stuff that you would Yeah. Have. Anything, they have a small sub store within each Brookstone that lays out the exact movie theater yeah. experience. I mean, yeah. I could see the struggle of it being having to get good recliners up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you may have to rent out a crane, but that besides that, that just seems like yeah. 
you just have to plan for it. And then you could also, and I think the the better part of this would just have the projector onto the side of your house. Oh, certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can just have like the seats sitting down. Yeah. Uh, well, I, facing towards the house. Yeah, angle so that, it. Yeah, angle it. Angle so, it down a little bit. Yeah, and then you you'll be set. Yeah, that'd be fun. One thing uh, that I'm I'm particularly excited about in in our build out is uh, actually setting up the subwoofer against the trunk Mm -hmm. of uh, the structural tree because that creates just like a visceral, just deep, deep bass experience. Yeah. uh, Which I think is better than you can get in a lot of theaters. Like you, you're going to save a lot of money on speakers because you're going to be able to use that resonant structure. Now, Marty, I do want to caution you. Mm. All structures have a natural frequency to which they Uh, weaken when they are achieved. mm -hmm. So you should find out if Oakley 2 has a natural frequency similar to the bass you intend to thrum through her. Because if it is similar, she could split right down the middle. Yeah, and I think that goes for, for everyone out there. Test your wood. Like yeah. maybe maybe test on a, an isolated branch. You're going to want to find that resonant frequency at which your your wood breaks down yeah. and avoid that. And don't just use the music you like. Use the music your friends like. If you don't like heavy metal, but your friend happens to thrash, then mm-hmm. you should subject your wood to thrashing. Yeah. yeah. We want to hear the bass drop. We right. don't want to hear that your treehouse dropped. Yeah, we don't want to hear that you dropped. Uh, I have one from Alex M. from Vermont. Um, and this is this is pretty interesting. Uh, he has a fear of the ground, mm. um, so it seems that he has just gotten himself up into his treehouse, and he doesn't want to come down. Mm. But he misses the experience of driving his motorcycle, mm. so he's mm. wondering how can he get that excitement and feel of riding a motorcycle um, while he is pretty much now sheltered into his above ground yeah. uh, treehouse. Well, I gotta say, I sympathize with him. I mean, the old saying goes, "It's not the fall that kills you; it's the ground you hit." Yeah. Right? So. The ground is a scary place. Yeah, very much so. It's a, it's a tricky question. I, I can imagine some sort of uh, acrobatic circus tightrope walking mm-hmm. um, over electrical lines yeah. with the you know yeah. request of the squirrels to move aside. Yeah, tra- trapeze is where my mind went to first. Yeah. But I'm I'm also going to suggest a zip line. Mm. Okay. Uh, this is, it's a bigger project. You're going to have to get some of your community members involved. Right. But a zipline system, I think, between the trees, uh, very exhilarating. Right. Uh, that would be a, a very fun way also to uh, get out more and, and meet your neighbors without having to right. set foot on the ground. I think it's interesting that we all went circus because I also went circus, mm-hmm. but I was thinking more along the lines of putting in one of those like thunderballs. So like that uh, big cage yes. ball that they like spin, they, right. they have those like motorcycle tricks. I just feel like that might be a good option for you. Put it up in the tree, have a motorcycle up there, and then you can just walk over to that, that section great, and just yeah. have it there. I think that's a solid idea. Plus, if you have it high enough in the tree, with that weight moving around, you're going to get some really thrilling swaying oh, action yeah. going on. Yeah. Something you can't really recreate on the ground. And you might be able to sell some tickets, too. So you'll if you're stuck up in your tree, you might as well make some money off of it. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Uh, great. Well, I think that's it for You Don't Have to Leave It Behind this week. Uh, Adrian, do you have any parting thoughts for us on this project? I'm just, I'm, as a listener, I'm just really excited to see how this turns out. And uh, if I can see any of myself in the final product, I will have considered it worth my while to be a listener and to be a guest here. So. I, I, want, I want to say that every little stone pebble in the concrete that we will be using yes. um, is going to be a little bit of you. Thank you. I will always remember that. I'm encouraged that you remembered that the little rocks go in. That's that's critical. Rock, sand, cement, water. All right. Well, thank you so much, Adrian Pinneman. Uh, one-time listener now, a key part of the show. We'll be right back. Shoddy porch work, cracks in your foundation, 
This may be because of a contractor's miseducation, and you may be entitled to monetary compensation. If you don't see tiny stones, you probably have cement. If you need concrete, you have a lawyer. Call the law office of Copper, Nickel, and Johnson. Put your life back on solid ground. Call Copper, Nickel, and Johnson today. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Hey, uh, Jonathan, I'm so fucking excited about this project. Yeah, now. it's Adrian did a, a great job of giving us point mm-hmm. from point. Yeah, it, it and is. just and just like I mean, we did a lot of this off uh, mic because there was so much of it. But like, we have a list of things now. Yeah, to go buy. I think I say like, let's go to Home Depot right after this. Yeah, let's do it and and get started. But oh my god, there's like a plan. Yeah, it feels more fleshed out now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. So, uh, yeah, check back with us next week as we will have an update on concrete. Yeah, like we're going to get concrete, guys. And I and I mean both concrete and gentlemen that are going to help – or ladies, people yeah. who are going to help gonna us put the, the concrete People out. who know how to pour concrete. Yeah. Uh, I also see uh, in here I learned about what rebar means. Rein- oh. Reinforcement bar oh. is something you put inside of a poured concrete structure to – you know, like give it leverage, hold it together. Yeah. Oh, I'm so fucking excited. This is going to be so good. Thank you so much to our guest, Adrian Pinneman. Thanks to all of you in the forums that suggested him yep. and, and vouched for him. He is a super welcome addition to this project. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just can't wait to see what happens next. Yeah, it's going to be great. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. This has been another episode of Why Not Go Out on a Limb. Don't forget to check us out online. We're on Facebook and Twitter at We Have to Ask. And uh, you can check us out also on our website at wehavetoask.com. Yeah, send us some pictures of your trees that you're starting to grow um, for your treehouse. That's right. And uh, hey, we love that inspiration. Please also keep sending us pictures of your finished and functional treehouses. Mm-hmm. I know I post a lot of cry face emojis on them. It's not out of uh, any malice. I just, I want it so bad I can taste it. And I, I love the lives you're living and I want that to be mine. Folks, thanks again. We couldn't do any of this without your support. And uh, listening is, it's why we do this. Mm-hmm. For your ears. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thanks again. Until next time, I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And as always, it's going down. I'm yelling timber. See you all next time. This episode of Why Not Go Out on a Limb was brought to you by the Law Office of Copper, Nickel, and Johnson. We'd like to thank our producers, Amy and Herbie Lobsters. And thanks to Skies and Chaos for the use of our theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes. And while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating and a review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at wehavetoask. And don't forget to check out the other podcast on the Peak Sloth Network at peaksloth.com. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio. A weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network.